Welcome to Hawaii's Best Podcast, where we help you prepare for your next trip to Hawaii. Discover the experiences, businesses, and stories that make Hawaii the Aloha State. And now, your host, Brian Murphy. Aloha, and welcome to another episode of Hawaii's Best, where we help prepare you for your next trip to Hawaii. I'm your host, Brian Murphy, the owner of Hawaii's Best, and just want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. And today, we have a great packed episode. We're joined again with Andrew Fowers, the co-founder and CEO of Shaka Guide. What's going on, Andrew? How you doing? Thank you so much, Brian, for having me. Yeah, this is becoming a thing. And this is like our third or fourth episode together. And I'm really excited about this one going into it. Yeah, me too. I mean, I'm just hoping we can get through it all. There's a lot to talk about, (laughs) but I'm excited. Yeah. So the plan is we're going to be covering a high-level overview of each of the islands. And today we're going to be talking about Oahu, also known as the Gathering Place. And Andrew could kind of maybe kick off our conversation of Oahu. Why is it called the Gathering Place? And give us a little overview of the island. Oahu is actually wasn't the capital at the beginning. It was actually Kona, but the capital of Hawaii was moved to Oahu. It's a gathering place for many reasons. It's been the major port for Hawaii with the Pearl Harbor. Right now, it has about a million plus locals that live here and many more visitors. Um, We get, I think it's the most trafficked island here in, in Hawaii, but there's a perfect combination of like tons of cool beaches, epic surfing. And then you also have like these rainforest hikes all within very close proximity. So it really just packs a punch with a lot of stuff to do with a short amount of distance between each. Yeah. Oahu being home to, like you mentioned, the state capital of Honolulu. And when people talk about or think about Hawaii, they think about Honolulu, Waikiki, but Oahu has so much more to offer. Each island is unique and awesome in its own right. You can't you can't choose the wrong island, basically. But, but <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but maybe there's an island that is kind of you know best for you or your stage of life. If you're a young family, if you just got married, if you're retired. But maybe take us around the island and kind of describe each of the different shores of the island, different sides of the island. Yeah, definitely. So let's start with like the main hub there in like Honolulu and downtown. So Honolulu and Waikiki kind of, you know, bleeded together. They're very close to each other. Honolulu is more of the business district. Yeah. But there's this cool up and coming Kaka'ako area where there's some cool like coffee shops and and little boutique shops and just some fun place to walk around. Waikiki itself, you know, we have, of course, tons of shopping there, lots of hotels If you keep going out east, we have like the East Oahu portion where there is like Hanoma Bay and Diamond Head and some cool stuff out that side. If you go to the windward side, which when you go over the mountains, you have Kailua, which is kind of a main hub out there near Kaneohe. It's kind of like a beachy town uh, with some cute cafes, local shops and beaches and stuff. It's definitely much more rainy and green on the windward side. Just the mountains kind of block the rain in there. Yeah. So keep going around the island. We got the North Shore. This is where we have like epic big wave surfing. You have some cool like shrimp trucks and food trucks. Haleiwa is a really fun little beach town there as well to hang out, sunset. 
And then as you come back down the island on the west side, we have kind of like the western portion of Hawaii. And, and this is like the Kapolei region. But there's also, and, and that's where I live, by the way, but um, there's also Koalina, which is more of a resort district area. And that has the Aulani. It has the Marriott Hotel there. So that's a nice, really manicured place for beach walks and stuff. I enjoyed going there with my family on the weekends. And then, of course, you have like a central Oahu, which is more of like where locals live. That's kind of near the Pearl Harbor area, Iaea, Pearl City, stuff like that. So that's kind of, I guess you call it the grand tour, you know, five second overview of the <laughs> island. Each one of those sides of the island, each, each one of those regions is so unique. And, and that's why one of the things that we like to encourage people traveling to Hawaii is consider Oahu your first stop because of like what Andrew mm-hmm. just mentioned, there's so much to take in and each area is it has its own personality and this uniqueness to it that you just have to experience. Like what I love about Kailua and, and the windward side of the island is it's got this, you know, kind of hometown feel. You got farmers markets, you got, you know, stuff like that going on where you can really see and experience the life of the community. Andrew, what about you? If you had to choose, you know, kind of one region, like what's one of your favorites? I mean, I think Waikiki gets a lot of attention, but me personally, I really love the new Kaka'ako Chinatown downtown area. I mean, when people think of Hawaii, they don't think of like a cool city center. They think of more of like jungles and beaches, but there's this uh, part of Kaka'ako that has tons of these uh, art murals and it's just so much fun. So there's these little bikes you can rent in town here by the hour. And so what I would recommend, and I like to do with my family, is you rent a little bike and you go and you see all these cool murals just within 10, 15 minutes of a bike ride. You go around, see all these cool murals, grab a bite to eat, and then walk out to the beach and like watch the sunset. Just beautiful town. It also has a cool night scene as well if you're into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe just kind of paint people a picture of, of where it's at. So if you're, say you're in Waikiki, you got to mm-hmm. go past Ala Moana, right? That's right. So about 10, 15 minutes past Ala Moana, you'll start to hit like the um, Kaka'ako and downtown mm-hmm. and Chinatown. Those are all kind of right next to each other. Yeah, there's some good good eats happening over there right now. So, <laughs> oh yeah, guaranteed. I mean, those are some of the newest restaurants, yeah. uh, really innovative type stuff, and it's a little bit more, I think, local pricing as opposed to tourist pricing on some of the those restaurants. That's a good point. They got we're going to Oahu and we're staying in this region or we're staying on that side of the island. Now, many people reach out to I know to Shaka Guide and and to us at Hawaii's Best asking for recommendations on, you know, where to stay. Though a fairly large island, only a few areas you'll be able to find kind of resort areas and hotels, yeah? Yeah, so there's basically three main hotel areas. Waikiki, Koalina, which is on the west side, I mentioned. Yeah. And then Turtle Bay, which is on the tip, the, the far northern tip of the North Shore. So those are kind of the quote-unquote resort areas where there's more of the traditional larger hotels. All of them have their different pros and cons. I mean, Waikiki is definitely much more of like urban feeling. Turtle Bay and Colleen are a little bit more remote, somewhat less convenient if you're wanting to like grab a bite. I mean, there's not as many restaurants out there. But the other option, of course, is like some Airbnb or VRBO, like vacation rentals. Uh Those are kind of spread out all throughout the island. 
Hawaii does have pretty strict vacation rental rules here. So you'll find that many of them are like a 30-day minimum stay. There are some legal ones that you can stay for less, but they're they're usually pretty popular. Cool thing is vacation rentals are legal in Waikiki and Turtle Bay in some places. Those actually are great options if you kind of want a condo with a kitchen to kind of cook from. You know, check out Airbnb and VRBO. There's some great options there. But kind of outside of that, the the laws are pretty strict here. Yeah. And if you are wanting to kind of do more of the eat at the condo, have a kitchen, I would definitely maybe recommend looking at the West Side as well. Mm-hmm. You got Costco there. You got, you know, if you're traveling from the mainland, you got, you know, you got your Target. Oh, heck yeah. I'm totally biased because I, <laughs> I live on, I live, I live on the West Side. It yeah. definitely has a lot of options in terms of like shopping and, and big box stores. Yep. But then it's also pretty close to a nice beach. We have the Koalina beaches there. So right. I don't know. For me, Kapolei is home. It's a great hub to rest for the night and then be able to get out. And it's a good launching point into the rest of the island as well. Oh, yeah. I'm only like 20 minutes away from the North Shore, too. So right. it's, it's, an, it's a good combination there. Okay. And I know, you know, as you're listening to this, you're like, slow down, guys. There's so much to take in. And we're, we're going to link this kind of epic blog article that'll kind of help go and cover all this even more in depth. So be sure to find that link in the show notes below. We'll link it on our social accounts as well. Okay. So you found a place to stay. You, okay. You know the, the spot on the island you're going to stay. You know where you're going to stay. And Hopefully you don't just get stuck there, right? You don't just get stuck at the resort <laughs> and just sit Mai Tais all day, but you venture out and you explore the rest of Oahu. What are some of the must-dos around the island? Oh man, this is a long list, but right. <laughs> I mean, if you're like a first-time visitor, I'm just going to give you kind of a, a high level, the, the must-dos for first-time visitors. I mean, for second-time visitors... You can still hit this list because it's hard to finish it, but there's like different stuff to see. So first time visitors, you got to check out Pearl Harbor, right? It's a war memorial. It's a pretty awesome to kind of go and experience that, what happened there and with the attack on Pearl Harbor. So that's about like 25 minutes from Waikiki. You need a reservation, but mm. definitely make some time to check out Pearl Harbor. There's some like other nearby stuff like the USS Missouri battleship, submarine, and then also an aviation museum. So if you're kind of into history and it's cool to go to at least the USS Arizona at a minimum. Is that open right now? I know you mentioned reservations. Yes, it is open. You just have to get advanced reservations just because they do get a lot of visitors. And so you have to reserve it online. They also do have some walk-up reservations. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a reservation, you can get lucky just by walking up, go early in the morning. You can usually get a ticket just walking in. Gotcha. All right. So Pearl Harbor, check. What else we got to make sure we hit up? I mean, if you're doing the North Shore Drive, there's a couple things to check out that either can make for a half day or like a full day, depending. And these are like different attractions that have different paid things to do, but they're also just a cool little stopover. So depending, these things are Dole Plantation and Dole Plantation has like some, you know, a maze. It has some tours you can check out. It's famous for its pineapple, right? And pretty much what you're going to want to do if you stop at Dole is 
get their Dole Whip, which is oh, like yeah. a ice cream soft serve that's has a pineapple flavor. And then you got to get pineapple on top of it too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you get you the pineapple it, yeah. and, and you dig the pitcher and it's 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 super good. Yep. So stop over Dole Plantation. They have other tours if you want. But usually I just kind of stop and get the ice cream and then, yeah. you know, move on. And we still love to hit up the uh, the train ride there anytime, <laughs> you know. It's cool. I did the it train you, ride too. Yeah, it takes you around the uh, the plantation, and you get to see pineapples mm-hmm. grow and in, in different stages. And maybe the first For time sure. you see it, like I didn't know a pineapple grew like that. So it's kind of cool to <laughs> take in. I mean, there's a bunch of cool stories too about the background of, of Dole Plantation, how it began to be that we talk about on our Circle Island tour mm. in the Shaka Guide app. Check that box, Dole Plantation. You got to check it out. Yeah. Other things to check out, like main, like bigger attractions would be the PCC or the Polynesian Culture Center. It's also can just be a pit stop for bathroom breaks, quick snacks. They have like a little food court with like some local um, little restaurants and food trucks. It's, it's really good. But if you really want to have a full like cultural experience, they have a theme park that represents seven different Polynesian cultures that you can check out. And they kind of have different villages that you walk around and learn through, learn about. Definitely something you need to do at least once for sure the first time. And you got to do the luau and the night show. Super fun. Um, when I was in college, actually, I used to be a canoe pusher there at the PCC. So I have a warm, you know, place in my heart there for, for PCC. It's, it's a cool place to work and it supports the uh, local university next to it. You know, you're going there, you're going to have a good time, but obviously, you're going to learn a lot too about yeah, the culture. Yeah. Yeah. Super fun. And yeah. these Polynesians and they talk about their, their islands and they just crack a bunch of jokes and it's just, it's just fun. Awesome. So if you're kind of keeping going around the island, the next one would be Kualoa Ranch. This is a, a very huge ranch. They filmed a bunch of movies there like Jurassic yeah. Park, Lost, 51st Dates, like just tons <laughs> and tons. They kind of have more of like an adventure feel. So you can like rent an ATV mm-hmm. and like drive around the park. You can ride horses. You can get in like a little jungle bus and they'll take you around and talk story. You know, it's, it's still a lot of fun. I would, I would yeah. definitely recommend the, the Kulo Ranch as an option for some activities. It's also a good spot to grab some food too. Yeah. Yeah, they do have a nice uh, plate lunch there. Yeah. A uh, little gift shop there. It's like family owned for like, like I don't know, like five generations or something. It's it's super cool. Like the guy there that runs it. I mean, I, I know him yeah. personally. So we got a couple spots on kind of the east side and talking specifically about the North Shore. I know we mentioned it earlier. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like a, a must do. But when you get to the North Shore, it's like, okay, I'm at the North Shore. Well, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I mean, first of all, just a heads up, the North Shore in the winter does get a little packed. Traffic can get yeah, a little, real. little bad there sometimes. But that being said, just be prepared, you know, listen to some music. You know, we have a tour, a Shaka Guide tour you can listen to. But what you do when you go to the North Shore is you just enjoy it. There is epic beaches. I mean, legendary beaches. Right. We got Bonsai Pipeline, Sunset Beach, Waimea Bay. I mean, these are beaches that are epic. So you definitely have to stop in, check these beaches out, take some pictures, watch the surfers and be like, dude, I wish I could do that. (laughs) But at the same time, North Shore, you can grab, there's a bunch of food trucks. I mean, outside of Halieva, there's food trucks, which is, that's like a small beachy town there with some boutiques and 
and like food trucks, but there's also a bunch of food trucks along the North Shore, especially Kahuku. So, yeah, I mean, by the time you make it to the North Shore, it's lunchtime. You know, if you start at about 9, 10. So, yeah, grab a bite to eat. They're famous for shrimp out there, but they also have a bunch of other cool local food trucks, all varieties, all different nationalities. So grab a bite, go to the beach, take some pictures. There is also a valley you can walk into the mm-hmm. Waimea Valley. It's it's a paid thing, but you can walk and it's like a nature walk through this cool like jungle-ish place to a waterfall at the end. So that's kind of a cool thing for families. It's actually the only waterfall you can see on the North Shore without hiking a ton. So if you kind of want a waterfall experience for families, it's a good option. A little pricey, but you know, hey, you're on vacation. So <laughs> Yeah, you talk about the beaches and even though, you know, wintertime you get the swells and you're not going to want to get in that water unless you're a professional. Mm. But um, the stream of beaches is called the Seven Mile Miracle. And mm-hmm. he lists some of those beaches and just to see to to take it in. Like once you're at the North Shore, yeah, there's these, these things to, to do. But the main thing is to really just take it in. Yeah, We touched a little bit on culture But specifically, I want to touch on the must-do, can't-miss would be Iolani Palace, yeah? Yeah, I I think the Iolani Palace is, it's close to town, first of all, so you don't need to go far from Waikiki to check it out. There is a paid tour to actually go inside the Iolani Palace. This is the only palace that had hosted, you know, royalty in all of the United States. And so it's, it's a special place. It has a, actually a, a sad story related to it and how the monarchy was overthrown by foreign businessmen. But besides that, you can go and actually go inside of it and learn about it. Shaka Guide also has a walking tour on the outside mm. in some of the other historical sites nearby. What are some of the other ones on Oahu to be aware of? There's another walking tour for Waikiki. Waikiki is a beautiful resort district, but really if you peel back that, you know, layers of buildings, there's actually a ton of really cool history there in Waikiki. And so on the tour, we try to actually help people connect with these place names, these stories, these people that helped make Waikiki what it is, not only now, but in the past. And so there's some really cool stories there about, you know, Duke Hanamoku, Princess Puahi Bishop, Prince Kohio. Those are some just heroes for Hawaii here that helped shape the Mm -hmm. the island and protect Hawaiian values. So definitely check that out if you have a chance. Hey, I just want to pop in real quick because I know this is a a lot of information to take in and we've simplified it. You can go to hawaiisbesttravel.com slash episode 58. That's episode 58 where you'll be able to find this blog post that we referenced. You can find some other information there that'll be helpful for you planning your next trip to Oahu. And please consider to rate and review this podcast if you're listening on Apple Podcasts right now. Appreciate that. So right now, let's go ahead and jump back into my conversation with Andrew from Shaka Guide. Okay, so we did all the things, right? But you know, you land, even you as you're descending into Honolulu, just the views of Hawaii are just breathtaking. And really, Hawaii needs to be explored and needs to be, like we mentioned on a previous episode, to be explored responsibly. Talking about Travel Pono, uh, Malama Aina taking care of the land. 
as you get out there and you want to explore some of these beaches and these sites and hikes and, and all mm-hmm. that, maybe let's start with beaches first, Andrew. What are some of the popular beaches beaches to maybe check out? Yeah, definitely. So if you're here to, and I'm assuming that you're, we're here to just hang out at the beach, right? If you're looking to surf, right. then there's a whole nother, you know, discussion about where's the breaks and where's the surf spots. But if you're just looking to hang out a good family friendly beach where you can get wet and you can have fun, maybe a little bit of wave action, but not too much. Really looking at Waikiki, that's a, a really perfect, really calm, break, especially in the summer months. It has a a beautiful, nice barrel, long barrel, so you can kind of catch the wave nice and gentle, bring it in. Also nice beaches to hang out and lounge. Yeah, The Waikiki Beach is actually a ton of beaches, right? It extends the entire strip of Waikiki. It also goes up in Ala Moana. And any of those beaches are good options to kind of just hang out for the day. Yeah, for sure. And then maybe kind of going around the the east side a little bit, Kailua area. Yeah, Kailua is also a really fun beach. It's uh, very fine sand. It's just beautiful fine sand out there. Yeah. In the Kailua region, there's this place called Lanikai Beach. It's also a beautiful beach, but I, I kind of recommend skipping it. It just gets really difficult parking issues. Um, and there's been some local neighbors there that aren't happy, but it really is a beautiful beach. If you can check it out, just make sure you don't park it in front of someone's mailbox. Right. Yeah. That's that one with the, the two islets out there. Yes. And personally, my favorite beach in Kailua region is actually the Waimanalo Beach Park. Okay. I mean, Kailua gets a lot of attention and Lanikai gets a lot of attention, but frankly, it's a little bit more crowded. So my go-to beach, if I just want to chill for the day, is Waimanalo Beach Park. Yep. It's a good spot. It's just a beautiful beach. It also, you can see the mokes, the two island islets from the distance. It has great surf if you're looking to kind of get tossed a little bit in the summertime. But also in the wintertime, is just really calm waves to hang out. So, yeah, definitely check out uh, Waimanalo Beach Park if you have a chance as well. Now we're going up the east side a little bit, and we, we find ourselves on the North Shore again. During the summertime, it's pretty amazing. Like, if, if you come you come during the wintertime and you, you go up to the North Shore, and it's just, like, it's alive, it's roaring. Like, you can hear mm-hmm. the ocean, and it's, like, really intimidating, actually. <laughs> yeah. And then you come back, maybe next time you come back for a trip, and it's summer, and it's, like... What what just happened? What happened? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like people like what? <laughs> yeah, they see all these like they see all these like you know videos like this is the North Shore, right? Right. But then it's like it's like a lake <laughs> in the summer, right? So yeah, if you go to the North Shore, it's still fun to check out, but there's going to be no surfers in the North Shore <laughs> during the summertime. So it's still fun to go check out and be like, well, this is Bonsai Pipeline, even though it looks like you know a lake. <laughs> But still worth it, worth to check it out as well. Yeah. The other one to mention is the Koalina Lagoons. Right. Um, this is a nice family friendly beach. It's actually man made lagoons, but nice little boardwalk. I think there's four or five mm-hmm. lagoons there you can walk walk through and check out. So that one's a nice one as well. Yeah, I think there's there's four man made and then up the coast a little bit on on the west, there's um like two or three still natural coves up there. Yes. Nice day for a beach out there. Really perfect for families and young kids. Yeah. All right. So you you did the beach. Now you're ready. Or maybe you want to do a hike and then you want to go chill at the beach. What are some hikes that you'd recommend for someone coming to Oahu? All right. So here's the quick roundup on on some easy, cool hikes. 
A lot of these hikes are already very famous on Instagram. They're legal hikes. They're generally safe, but they also have some great views. Uh-huh. So just really quick, there's Diamond Head, which is right next to Waikiki. They do charge to get in, but you can hike to the top of the Diamond Head Peak and get some epic views of Waikiki and downtown. Another one is Lanikai, which is actually on the Kailua side of town. And that's a, a pillbox. And when they say pillbox in Hawaii, that's actually an old military bunker, right? right. After Japan ta- attacked Hawaii, there's like a bunch of military bunkers that were built all over the island. And so a lot of the hikes in Hawaii on every side of the island are like these bunkers. That's kind of like how the trail was made because they actually had to hike up and build these cement bunkers. And there's like machine turrets inside the bunkers. You know, it's like, (laughs) dang, I mean, it it seems like so long ago, but that was a really real fear back then. Mm -hmm. So Lanikai pillbox or the the Lanikai bunker is a cool hike. It is in residential, so you kind of have to, again, watch your parking. But if you can find a good legal spot, there's a, a beautiful hike up to Lanikai. Makapu Point Lighthouse. This is a state park, really nice uh, parking lot. So you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Paved. And so you can kind of walk up with strollers if you have kids. In the wintertime at Makapu, you can actually see whales like yeah. breaching and stuff. So that's a, a really cool thing to do during the wintertime. One thing to note on that hike, yeah, they do have parking available that can spill over and then people start, mm-hmm. you know, parking on the highway. And so just, yeah. just be really super careful that people, you know, crossing and it's, you know, it's a 45, you know, speed, yeah. speed zone there. So just be careful. For sure. Yeah. Just be careful there. It does get busy. I recommend kind of going earlier in the day or later in the, in the evening. It just, there's no shade. And so it can get really hot if you're not prepared, but there's some, it's a beautiful place yeah. for a sunrise or sunset. That's true. All right. What, what's next? What else do we got to make sure we hit up? Um, this just, is, this I, isn't a busy day. <laughs> this is, I mean, and again, you can't really all hit this in, in, in one trip. So maybe <laughs> right. some of the stuff you kind of come back to Oahu a second time. Another thing would be the North Shore pillbox. That hike is, is really popular on Instagram right now, but it overlooks like the Kahana Valley. It's a really short hike. It's like, I don't know, like point five miles. It's really steep. So Mm -hmm. be careful. I mean, there has been some accidents where people slip there, but that's a cool hike to check out as well. Awesome. And then, oh, the last one I forgot is Cocoa Head. So Cocoa Head is, it's like uh, an old railroad tracks that uh, go up this super tall mountain. It's actually an old crater. And at the top of Cocoa Head, you can see Hawaii Kai. You can see like downtown. It's just a, a really fun hike if you're into like the stair climber 3000 type of a hike <laughs> you know it's funny we posted about coca head recently and mm-hmm. some people say it's like the hardest hike ever i couldn't do it and then some are like oh it was, it was a cakewalk so yeah i'm curious like if you if you uh do the hike be sure to reach out and let us know how was it for you yeah definitely <laughs> not all may not be for all ages let's right. put it that way you have to be a little fit to finish that one so um is that one open again i know they're doing some some reno yeah they are doing some renovation so i think it's still it's closed for a little bit yeah because there's actually a few like places if you don't step in the right on the right step or you can like fall through and there's some, there's been some erosion there. So they're actually trying to like reinforce and make it safe. So that's great. All right. All right. Wow. We got our, our work cut out for us going to Oahu, but I think the main thing is to really 
just take in Hawaii, take in Oahu, take in the culture, the people, pace yourself. Don't feel like you have to do all this, but um, these are some great options to, to choose from as you're planning your trip. And, and just one thing here, like I live in Hawaii. I, I love this island. And sometimes a vacation isn't really about how much you do, right? but it's really about enjoying it one step at a time. And it's not about like super busy and like <laughs> I have to do everything. Yeah. I mean, those types of vacations are exhausting. So just plan to like enjoy yourself, see as much as you can, enjoy as much of it as you can, but don't try to do it all. It's, it's something that a vacation is meant to be enjoyed and not meant to be like a grueling marathon where you have to do everything at the same time and or in one trip. Yeah, absolutely. As you're, you're talking and, and I know we've said a few times, like take it in, slow down and like, okay, what does that really mean? And I think if we had to sum it up, at least uh, I want to hear from you too, Andrew, but like is to be present. Mm -hmm. So and I think that's just, if we want to, you know, do a life philosophy here, but like <laughs> you're on vacation. Yeah. And it costs probably quite a bit of money and you saved up for this and you got the family there and you, you're doing the list and you, you and I think human nature, you kind of want to like, okay, check the box and get to the next thing. But as best as we can to be present and to be in the moment of whatever activity you're doing, whatever restaurant you're mm -hmm. eating at, if you're, even if you're eating, you know, spam at McDonald's, like, you know, that experience the spam at McDonald's or whatever, <laughs> but like to really be in the moment, because what you're going to take from Hawaii are those memories and hopefully those times that you were bonding more closely to your loved ones that you travel with. Totally. It's, it's totally about the memories. It's yeah. not about, you know, you got to check all these boxes and do all this stuff. It's really about the memories, enjoying the time that you spent with your family. And, and that's what I really love about what we do at Shaka Guide is we actually take people around the island. We have six tours for Oahu. And what we do is as you're driving the island, we help tell stories that help you connect better with what you're seeing. So it's not just, oh, that's a pretty beach. There's like, there's a really cool story and there's a history behind that. And also what you should do to be safe and be respectful of those areas. So I really love that as a part of what we do at Shaka Guide. And I help that. I think that helps enhance your overall visitor experience. So yeah, check out Shaka Guide if you have a chance. It's uh, You can download it on the App Store. Just search Shaka Guide. Absolutely. Yeah, guys, we will link all that. And we'll also, we talked about this epic blog post, kind of like your go-to travel guide for the island of Oahu. Andrew, thank you again so much for uh, for coming on today. No problem. Thanks for having me. And welcome, everyone, to come to Oahu and check out this beautiful island. Absolutely. Thanks again, guys, for listening. Thank you for your time. And until next time, be well. Aloha. Thanks for listening to Hawaii's Best Podcast. To stay up to date on future episodes, be sure to subscribe. For more information to help you plan your next trip to Hawaii, visit hawaiisbesttravel.com.